Welcome to Chasing the American Dream. I'm your host, Craig Tribal, and on this podcast, farmers, ranchers, contractors, business people, entrepreneurs of all stripes come together and discuss their journey in chasing the American Dream. Okay, recordings in progress. So, first of all, to our listening audience on the podcast, I have to apologize for the lack of episodes in the month of February. We we started off the 1st of February with the Conklin National Convention in Branson, Missouri. And on this episode with me is Mr. McGerman and Mr. Leroy Detweiler, and I believe Treva Detweiler's lurking in the background there a little bit. So if we can bring her, we, we'll get her input too. Um, so we all went to Branson, 1st February, and we hung out in a really nice place, thanks to Mick and Nancy. And we went went to the convention and got our our, uh, our enthusiasm for the year. And, and as usual, that's really when we sit down and get to the business of business and what are we going to do this year? What kind of growth can we expect? What do we need to, what do we need to do? And so uh, Leroy was kind of starting there a little bit on, on farmer's markets. So Leroy expound. Uh, yeah, we were, uh, they, uh, they tried it last year on the farmer's market on the second and the fourth Thursday of the month. Okay. And we're, we're going to, we're signed up for that and, It'll just be a four-hour, an evening deal, but uh, maybe we'll see more repeat customers coming back and we're going to use the cleaners and possibly fast track, and so we're trying to attract a little business that way. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing I like about Conklin so much is is you can you can be like Nick and start off as a as a broke dairy farmer. And, and build a successful commercial roofing business uh, that's been around for 20 plus years and uh, has done well. Or, you know, you can also do big things in unsuspected places like farmer's markets where you just, you know, you're there and, and you know, introduce the local community to our offerings. So I'm excited for you, Leroy. I think that's cool. Yeah, well, we're, we're uh, it just kind of popped up and said we're going to do it. So, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the other big change I think that Mick and I cooked up um, was one of the things we do as as within our team to to support our distributors and and to you know help them build and grow and and learn about things. Um, you know, Conklin has wonderful corporate trainings. Uh, every division, there's a corporate training. They're either one day or two days in roofing. There's another three days advanced roofing training. But, you know, we have Pro-Ags, which are a two-day program. We have the Lawn Pro. Uh, I believe that's a one or two day. That's a one day. One day. Um, you know, the Lubrications Division, the, the Animal Products, the, the Fast Track Division has one day and then you know something i've not really talked about on this podcast is our our cleaners division i mean i use the products but i don't really you know talk about them exactly Susie q homemaker and and uh 
So I tend to use them in non-traditional ways. Uh, I will say that spring dew is great for knocking the skunk smell off of border collie puppies. But um, anyways, uh, but one of the things Mick and I decided to do since we're doing these, we're doing these Zoom calls and it originally started during COVID that, you know, when we all kind of felt like we were going to be locked down and isolated, I started doing these twice a week. It was essentially the same meeting twice a week or originally my my distributor and then it's, it's opened up to where we have you know people from multiple states participating and and people outside of really our organization and that's great i i'm happy man if you're getting value out of it please show up and, and please please do. one of the things you know we've, we've done that since covid and it's kind of like we're kind of running out of things to talk about so uh, we we decided to use the as tools to introduce people to the business. So our Monday night um, Zoom call is, I mean, it seems like the last few months or the you know little while in here, I've been delivering a pro ag, you know, forty five minutes at a time. Um, you know, just kind of a limited selection, going over soil tests. What are we looking at? What are we doing? And and then on our Thursday night zoom call we've decided to you know we're going to do presentations just like we were doing a farmer dinner meeting where you know we're all meeting at the cafe and we're going to sit down and feed everybody and we're going to we're going to talk about the company and products and the opportunities uh with the products and with the company so you know and, and we'll do that for all divisions not just the ag we'll, we'll do roofing we'll do all of the product divisions and, and but we decided we would open these up to the public um so you know again from my point of view if you're listening to the podcast it's something you want to get into just message me and you know i can get you the link to the zoom meeting um or follow me on better farm crops on facebook and we can get you know you can dm me there and and get you the link to the zoom meeting that way, if you're, you know, if you're listening, you know, hey, at least you can put a face to to a voice or or whatever, and and we're going to go through actual proper, you know, business presentations. So that's kind of our our new strategy going forward. The bad news is this is throwing me in a little bit of a loop in the fact that it's like I got to have an actual presentation cooked up twice a week, and I'm kind of running two tracks now. I'm doing two different presentations during the week and that's great but you got you got to generate content you know um and so in the process of doing all that i kind of let the podcast slide a little bit and i'm going to get back to interviewing people and listening to them uh i really want to circle back and talk to jared noble some more about his experience with the fast track um i wish he was on here tonight he had some he had some great great information um and we'll get him on and, and we'll kind of go over that again. Um, he's pretty awesome. But we've got Leroy here and we've got Mick. And so, guys, what was your thoughts on the uh, on the convention? I mean, we're talking to people who have no idea what we're going to go to a convention. It's like, oh, man, you know. Well, this was my 29th convention consecutive. I've never missed one since we got started in this business. And as far as I'm concerned, this was the most awesome one of the whole bunch. 
Well, yeah, you kind of had a, a win on this deal. Yeah. You know, it's not, not every day that uh, you get your name drawn and win a $20,000 spray rig. This is true. Uh, there, there was a little excitement cooking around. Yeah, Nancy was, was halfway to the stage before you got out of your chair. <laughs> yeah, because she ran over me. <laughs> yes, she did. Stand <laughs> That's pretty humorous, but uh, yeah. So CJ Sprayers is a partner, I guess, a preferred vendor on the roof yeah. for the roofing division for Conklin, and they build the roofing rig. So they're what is that? It's a Graco, Graco eight thirty three. It's all set up, ready to roll. It's got electric hose reel, two hundred foot of hose, gun extension, tips, everything you need. Yeah, fired up and go go start to work. Go go start applying roof coatings. And this and this this unit is designed because we talk a lot about bags on the podcast, but this is actually designed a big hydraulically driven air airless sprayer yeah. that's designed to push roof coatings out and apply them on whatever your roof is, about MR or foam or whatever you got going on there. So, uh, yeah, those things are not cheap. And, and to win one, that's better than a bonus check, isn't it? Uh, yes. <laughs> and realizing on the, on the cake was, you know, that come along after a, another bad fortune, I guess you would say, uh, from getting all our stuff stole back earlier in, in the summer and uh you know we we I, I think we finally are about to get most of that back functioning again but to just have one handed to you that's ready to roll uh, that's just beyond belief yeah yeah that yeah, that that is a blessing a blessing from above and and uh and just so the listing audience knows i forget when it was this summer you had a truck, 20-foot gooseneck with your coating rig. So yeah. it, had, it had two Graco 7... 733s. 733s. You know, the, the motor, the hydraulic system run two, two of those units, all the hose reels. It was kind of set up base coat, top coat, plus yeah. all your tools and your oh, you yeah. know, all your stuff. And, and, you know, these stupid, you know, meth heads run off with, with the equipment and um basically destroyed it all um and they didn't really even sell much of it that's the sad part about it they just yeah, just some of the hand tools is really the only thing they they ended up with you know it's kind of funny i knew all along it was going to be one of those deals <clears throat> the further you go the more stuff you're going to find gone well houston called me the other day wanting to know if i had a laser level i said yeah i got two of them and then all of a sudden it hit me. Well, I may only have one because <laughs> the one was in the floor of the coating trailer. Guess what? We don't have it. Yeah, I don't have a laser level anymore. Not, not that one. I, I've got another one, but not worst, that one. The worst part about that, and I think I think this is something for for people listening listening into to this episode. You get into insurance company. You got the automobile insurance company. You got the inland marine insurance company. You know who's stuff in the trailer you got 
you, you got multiple vendors of insurance products and you wind up in a situation where they all stand around pointing at each other. Yeah. Does you no good at all. So what would be your advice for a strategy going forward? Get it all under the same vendor and just pay the price or? It's really tough to get it all in one place. Yeah. Uh, you know, some, some of them just flat don't cover some things other ones do. Right. I mean, that, that really is the hardest part of the deal right there. Well, and, and with the, you know, thanks Joe economy we've got going, um, you know, yeah, even though you got, you got a payout on everything on a truck and a trailer and all the missing stuff, you know, the inflation on it is just ridiculous. So well, you know, that's just it. I, they, they gave me something over 16,000 for the pickup, which only gave 17 for it 15 years ago. Right. And they gave me 6,500 for the trailer, which I bought it for $5,000 20 years ago. Right. But the trailer replace it cost me $20,000. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it just, just does not add up quite right. You got to replace a pickup with, you know, Good luck finding used pickups. <laughs> yeah, I've got that replaced with my feed truck. It's a $60,000 rig. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you never made a whole lot of these things. Um, no. And, you know, it is, you know, insurance is a risk management tool. It's not a make you whole again tool. It, it's a minimize some risk. So anyways, blessing from above. We're sitting there in the in the auditorium with what fifteen hundred plus people, yeah, at at the Conklin National Convention, and and they reach in the little bucket and they draw out a card, and it's it's you, yeah, and and and, and like I said, Nancy's gone like a shot, <laughs> and and it's a huge blessing, and and I you know I just I just think it's a well deserved win um, for you. Uh, you know, I was pretty darn excited. I, I fortunately was there and able to haul it home for you. <laughs> myself on the back for that, you know. Well, you know, it, 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 it's funny, though. Uh, if you hadn't have been there. There were five other guys. There, there, there's other people. I, I had one guy from Lawrence, Kansas. His wife was messaging me, hey, if you need a pickup to haul that home, we'll, we'll swap vehicles with you. And, and we'll get get back together once you get it home. Yeah, you know that that's the kind of friends you build in the Conklin business. That that is very true. That is very true. Um, yeah, when we all we stayed at at uh, these cool condos while we were there, looking out on Table Rock, Branson, Nantucket. Yes, Branson, Nantucket. We all had our own our own bathrooms, and you know we could all eat breakfast together and eat lunch together, and. A lot of fellowship going on. Um, we had some new people along. We had some old people along. Um, and we had some old new people. And by old, I mean, people have been in the business for a while. They're not decrepit. They're just, <laughs> you know. They, they, I don't know. I'm slowly getting there. Yeah, well, that's because you're under the weather and feeling bad. But, uh, you know, we, we've had folks that never been to convention before who were able to come. And we, uh, one gal that 
you know, she's like new to the business and, and I don't think she got her first product order, but she was there with us and it was awesome. Um, it was yeah, awesome. she'd only been in the business for two weeks. Yeah. That convention time. But, but came to, came to see and figure out what, what exactly am I getting into here and, and meet us. And I guess we passed muster because she didn't. Evidently. Means we've been to Keys, Oklahoma to visit already. Yeah, yeah. We had a 17-hour road trip out there and back. It said combined. Uh, and I love that part of the world anyway, so um, I'm, I'm weird that way. But, yeah, it was, it was neat. It was neat to kind of go out and meet her and see the world she's working in. Um, and the funny part about it is she was telling me she went up to uh, – Chef Valley Angus had her production sale, so she went up there to get a bull, or hoping to get a bull, which she did get a bull. And who did she meet? But the owner of the Conklin Company, Mr. Charles Herbster. So she got to got to visit with him. I would say been there both of them in their natural element of uh, a production sale. Uh, you know, good Angus genetics. So that was that was even better. So um, I'm pleased with that. Um, the company, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I think it's worth mentioning again, the company did over 152 million this year and was it 2007? No, right before 2018, 2018, we were at 75 million. So going into a pandemic into all the electoral chaos, all the economic chaos, supply chain issues, and inflation, all the things we've got going on in this country, it grew from $75 million to $152 million. It doubled in size. So if you're listening to this podcast and think we're blowing smoke, we're not. This, this is, we obviously have products and an opportunity that people want need and desire um so you can I, actually make a living at yeah you can make a living at i'm not gonna say you know, I, and i get irritated when i see people talking about um making a living you know it's it, i always call it the you know the palm trees and ferrari sales pit it's, it's like man i'm not interested in palm trees and ferraris I, a I've, I've seen palm trees cool whatever uh b i have no desire to own a ferrari because you know, they cost too much. You got to work on them too much. You know, this is, this is not the world I inhabit, nor do I wish to. And I don't think either one of you are that way. You just, you just kind of, you just want to make good living and, and, and do your thing. Um, and my phone rings in the middle of this. So, um, you know, there's a lot more to wealth than just lots of cash. You know, there's your health. Exactly your health, your family, your quality of life, you know, and your independence, which is getting to be a harder and harder thing. Um, and rolling back around to the friends you make in Conklin. Yes. Yep. We, we, we've been in Conklin for coming on 29 years now, and we've got friends all across the United States. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Can't that's, any one of them do anything for you. Yep. So, Leroy, we've not had you on the podcast before. You should tell us who you are and what you do and why you do Conklin. 
if I can say that, why, why you're involved with comp, why are you a comp and distributor? And how long have you been a comp and distributor? And well, I, we've, been, we've been in it for 15 years now. And uh, we uh, got started using the fast track and in the loops and there's no, there's no products out there like it. None of them. We've tried them all. I mean, it's, uh, we're still using Conklin products today in our loops and fast track. We've got dogs, we've got horses. And I've got a tractor that's hooked on four power D, but that it keeps it going. So that's, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's the friends we meet. I mean, wouldn't have been for Conklin, we wouldn't have met you all. So that's, <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, so, uh, it's a, uh, it's a great company. It is fantastic. And, and, and the thing I like too, is, is I'm talking to other distributors, people who are, uh, you know, we say building your business. Well, you're constantly working on your business. You're, I mean, what, it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you got an auto mechanic shop or a dry cleaner, a farm or, um, you know, insurance company, whatever your business is, you're always constantly working on it and and trying to improve and trying to uh you know just grow uh sometimes just growing means keeping up but um i find it fascinating is I, is I in this role as i'm talking to other distributors the strategies they're imply employing to gain customers to share the company share the products and uh you know you go on the farmer's markets that's kind of huh you know, I mean, and I spent a lot of years going to farmers markets and um, not willingly, I find that, <laughs> but, <laughs> tried to avoid that, but that's, that's a story for another episode. But I, I just think it's a cool idea. Why not? You know, it's, 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 uh, I think this one is going to cost uh, $20 for a membership for the year and, it's a ten dollar setup fee. Very, very inexpensive. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that, and that's the thing too is, you know, I I look at you know we're doing we're doing podcast. Okay, great. We're doing Zoom calls. We have social. You know, I at least have a Facebook presence such as it is. Uh, you know, work on websites, and you know if you if you look through there, I mean, the world is just full of stuff. And it's like, how do I get somebody's attention? You know, how, how do I wave the right, uh, you know, flag, if you will, to slow them down and go, oh, wait a minute, take a look at it. Um, you know, and, and you usually got to get out and you got to do product demos and, you know, show people. And, and you know, like you said, you know, these products work. You've tried everything else. It, it works you know it's it's made in america it's you know there is a, a a definite commitment to quality that doesn't exist in a lot of other places uh, absolutely it's kind of funny today i read an article where a guy was talking about stainless steel and and globalization and and the way the world was working and how manufacturing bit offshore and and on and on he went and what he was talking about was you know 20 years ago, 30 years ago, he bought some cheap stainless steel cutlery, you know, knives, kitchen knives. And 
He said, there now, I use them in my garden. He said, you know, so we, we use them in the garden. He said, you clean them off of water and, you know, nothing else. And there's it's nice, shiny stainless steel. Does what it's supposed to do. And he said, when I bought them, it was cheap stainless steel. And he said, now, you know, we have, we're, we're wealthier, we're older, we're more established. So we've gone out and bought the good stuff here in the last year, two years of, you know, stainless steel kitchen utensils. And he said, they're all rusting. They all yeah. rust. He said, how, how is it stainless steel if it's rusty? Exactly. You know, he said, we, you know, in order to, you know, be cheaper, more competitive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He said, we're, you know, stainless steel isn't stainless anymore. No, no. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, that's something about Conklin is they're just dead committed to quality. They're not going to compromise on quality. They'll drop a product before they compromise on quality. Um, so roofing rise, Mick, what, what new things rolled out at convention that we can tell the world about and draw up some. Oh, wow. I, I, I need a, a list sitting in front of me. Okay. I mean, pro probably some of the, the more exciting things is, is the urethane coating they're coming with. Uh, it, it's going to have a 25-year material warranty on it uh, right out of the bat. Yeah, we need to. We, I won't live long enough to recut one of them. Yeah, we, we actually need to do a separate episode on that. But we're coming out with a single part urethane coating. It's not two part, it's a single part. And that's a big deal. There's a flame <clears throat> retardant coating for interior foam. It has not come out yet, but it's right right on the horizon. Right on the horizon. So I'm jumping the gun on that a little bit. But, but that's okay. Yeah. Hey, people need to know that too, I suppose. Because because these, these uh, what's the proper term for that? Flame retardant? Or Thermal barrier thermal barrier and, and my understanding is if you're doing interior foam that's not covered with sheetrock you gotta have a thermal and it's barrier. inhabited and it's inhabited it's got to have a thermal barrier and uh there's only one other product on the market so um we got we're, we're gonna have something to compete with that one other product there'll be two products on the market so pretty exciting that that again opens up more opportunity, more more potential customers. Because there's there's a lot of guys shooting foam that's just you know that's all they do. They're just doing they're in the insulation business. You're in the roofing. Yeah. They're in the insulation business. But well, we can you know we have something to offer them. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, what else are we missing? Well, we got the acclaimed products, the Pond Be Gone and the uh, flashing and seam grade, which is also along the urethane line, I guess you would say. Yeah. And the Pond Be Gone's a leveling, a self-leveling. Self-leveling. If you've got a problem with the low spot, you can put that in there and it will self-level it out. All right. 
And again, this is a roofing product, not an ag product. We don't want your pond. I got plenty of pond be gone around here right now. Uh, if you, if, if you got ponds, you, you need wax. Yeah. We, we got products for that too, but. Yeah, right now we just need water in the ponds. Um, that would help. Yeah, we get excited about that. But on your roof, I mean, you know, classic, classic, classic examples, an old downtown building. You know, them old main streets, you know, every one of them seems like when you get to the back alley, there's a little sag in the roof back there. Yeah. And you can, uh, you can fill, you know, level that out if it's not too bad. How how deep can that go? How, how deep? A uh, it, it, it's more what your pocketbook can stand as to how deep it can go. Okay. So, so the application rate depends on the expense. Yes. Yeah, how much you willing to spend? At, at some point, it would be cheaper to go buy a foam machine than try to fill it up pond be gone. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> have you used pond be gone? I have, and it is some really cool stuff. Okay, we've used it in a couple instances actually. Uh, on our local feed mill, they put in a new bagger line, and guess what? They went through our panel and it leaked like a sieve. Funny how that works. We went up there with the pond be gone, and we built built around that to where that water comes down there and just flows out into the other channels and goes right on down the roof rather than sitting there in front of where that tube goes through. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, anyways, uh, we need to wrap this up because we've we've rattled along a little longer than we should have. I have I did have my timer running, but you know, since we've missed I've missed the month of February posting episodes, you get extra value in this one. Um, you know, we're gonna keep I'm gonna keep interviewing people. We're gonna keep talking about their experiences, their journey, uh, how things are going. Uh, I'm gonna have Lee back on and Treva who's been real quiet in the background. <laughs> and, uh, but we're gonna, yeah, well, you didn't get to go to convention and we're really sad about that. I know, and it's about time I get to go again. Yeah, yeah two years in a row, that sucks. That's, that's it a bad does. It's not fun staying at home. And, no. And the worst part about it is, is that I am on a diet. I am trying to become less of a man. So they're <laughs> are off of my you know off of my table. I, I can't have them. And I'm pretty proud of you doing that 40 pounds though. That was good. Yeah, um, um uh, you know, when you reach a certain age and, and, and the blood panels and the doctors looking at you saying, son, you're nothing but a pile of blinking red lights, you, you kind of got <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm off the chicken fried steak, mashed potatoes and gravy diet. And, and uh, I'm learning to love salads and I'm feeling awesome. But uh, anyways, I missed you greatly because um, we usually travel together. Uh -huh. I was I was waiting to stop and, you know, get a squeaking pig or a, another rubber. Chicken. <laughs> Something fun. I need to figure out where my rubber chicken went, but. You need to get one of those again. Yeah, yeah, those are awesome. So uh, we have a lot of fun on these trips. They're, <laughs> they're a blast. So yeah, we're going to keep going. I'm going to start, uh, you know, we're going to start kind of pulling 
Zoom presentations and, and podcasts together, and and uh, we're going to try to do some some actual digital marketing and and uh, you know you know trust me if you give me your name and your and your email I'll send you a Zoom link um, and you can reach me the easiest ways my is uh, I keep introducing myself Craig Tribal um, it's Craig Tribal at gmail.com guaranteed to work first name last name. And my name has one B, not two. If it had two Bs, I would be a tribal, but I'm, I only have one B, so I'm a tribal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, and go to betterfarmcrops.com, fill in the thing, it, you know, blow up my phone. I will, uh, I'll get you the information. Love, love, to have, love to see people on our Zoom call that, that's really trying to figure out what are these guys going on about? And, and that would be a better place to start. So, and with that, I will bid everyone adieu and see you next week on the podcast.